0: You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Don If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon.
1: Hello everyone, this is Tonya Don Rekla, your superpower expert, and I am pretty ecstatic today about this conversation. I think you're gonna be excited about actually I know you're gonna be excited. More importantly, you're gonna get a lot of (coughs) excuse me, a lot of froggy throats and coughing. You're gonna get a lot of wealth of information out of this around the transformational world, right? So many of you are starting to step into this like whatever space from from the 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 real world, right, the the more linear, conservative, industry standard kind of co- conservative esque structured existence, and, and you're looking into this transformational space because something happened. You know, you had a near death experience. God talked to you. Angels appeared, or you just all of a sudden woke up and realized, wait, maybe there's more than this. And, and you're looking at it, going, "What is going on here? It's kind of crazy, right?" And then some of you've been camping out in this space forever, or, or at least for a while, and you're like, "What? Well, well, it's cool. Come on, it's weird." Because we we just accept that it's kind of weird, and we we don't think about it anymore. And how do we have conversation about what it is? What are we in pursuit of? Why are we in pursuit of? It? Is it even worthy to pursue? And all of that 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 yumminess that goes into that dialogue. And so today we're talking about the nuts and bolts of transfer. A little bit a transformation, Let's say that word again, the nuts and bolts of transformation. And we have doc- Dr. Tony Ortega on with us, author of hashtag, are you here yet? How to STFU you and show up for yourself. So this is going to be a rather colorful conversation and real and, and in there and raw and deep because that is the work folks. So, so, so sit down, strap in, hold on tight because this is going to be a fun ride please, please join me in welcoming Tony to the show. Welcome, Tony. How are you?
0: I am doing fabulous. How are you, dear?
1: Uh, I am so excited about this conversation. And I'm going to tell you why really quickly, because of course, all the stuff that I just got done saying, but also this, uh, this is the reason for, it's the essence of the entire existence of the network and why it's been such an amazing success, because it harnesses this, which is, you know, you do similar work to what we do. We, we you, your stories are very different than my story. Your vernacular is different mm-hmm. than mine. Your, your ways, your doorways are different. And we get to come together in this conversation and say, "Wow, let me shine my light on your brilliance and and and, and illuminate that and say, this is this is the beautiful exchange that we get to have. This is what we're invited into if we choose to do the really hard work in persevering through that. And that includes not abdicating, which I know you're a staunch supporter of that as well and so that that's what really excites me about it but before we dive too deeply into that you know I have to ask I don't have to ask I absolutely want to ask and (laughs) I'm choosing to ask what are your superpowers
0: you know being a comic book fan since I could remember reading I could tell you what I love my superpowers to be (laughs) Um, but it's funny because and you even said the word just a little bit ago if I were to pinpoint one superpower is perseverance because I don't know if it's because I'm Latino. I don't know because I'm 52. I don't know because I had amazing parents, but I just refuse to give up. You know, I mm-hmm. have had the crap hit the fan quite a few <laughs> times in 52 years. And while I may have laid down for a little bit, I was like, Nope, Nope. I There's just something in me that refuses to lie down and just accept mediocre.
1: Mm. Mm, I love that. You know, it's, it's when, when I, when I'm in a particularly um, <clears throat> pondering kind of state of mind, that is one of the spaces I go to is, is, I remember reading a book called grit and they were talking about how the, it was one of the naval ac- or one of the military academies was having difficulty because they could assess for a lot of things, but they couldn't assess for resiliency and, and grit and, and, and brought this this woman in her team in I think to, to kind of see if you could come up with some mechanism to predict how people are going to respond when they're thrown in the fire and and, it, and in this work in this transformational world, that question comes to me a lot because inevitably people say, well why you how did you do this? right? I'm like I don't I actually don't know. like I just know that just like what you gave voice to, that was my, my experience also like it didn't feel like necessarily a choice to me, although, I take full ownership of stepping into it, but it was, it was almost a foregone conclusion for me. And, but that's not true for everybody. And so I, I don't, I, I haven't really come to a good conclusion.
0: Have you, do you have my answer? <laughs> I, th- I don't know if I have an answer. I have my answer. I know that I've had windows of time in my life where literally the angels are singing, the clouds are open, Channing Tatum is naked in my bedroom, and everything <laughs> is wonderful. <Perfect. laughs> everything is wonderful. I've had those bursts. I've had those moments. And it's not that I'm chasing the feeling of that moment. I know that when I feel like crap, A, lot, a, a lot of it is self-created. You know, Yes, mm-hmm. there are external factors that will trigger these negative feelings, but I'm the one taking these negative feelings and running with it and i you know i compare the two of these moments i feel g- great about myself because the majority of my life i felt like crap about myself to mm-hmm. where i'm at today and it's like i just don't i i'm tired of feeling bad even you know i shared with you uh before the show this morning i got myself into this rut of literally saying is it worth it all this hard work i'm putting in is it worth it and mm-hmm. literally one of my dear friends had to say what's the title of your book <laughs> And so, <laughs> and I was like, Do, "Are you telling me I have to STFU and show up for myself?" He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, mm. well, "And I giggled because you know that's the answer. I needed to shut up, stop complaining, and show up for myself, and bring myself back to the space where I won't give up. I won't yeah. lie in that puddle of depression and sadness and really self-absorption."
1: And it's so, so, so true. And I love that you framed it up in that way. We're going to take a quick break. And, and when we come back, I want to dive into that and, and help those individuals who are sitting in, in that exact space right there. But Tony, before we go to break, where can people go to find out more about you?
0: My website is www.drtoniortega.com. Don't spell out the word doctor. It's just dr.
1: Perfect. Awesome folks. We will be right back. We're talking today with Dr. Tony Ortega about the nuts and bolts of transformation Stay with us. You're not going to want to miss this, folks. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter Awesome, we're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. This is Tonya Don Recklin. I'm talking today with Dr. Tony Ortega about the nuts and bolts of transformation. And prior to the break, Tony and I were kind of bantering back and forth about this this kind of interesting thing about how do people respond when they're in the fire, right? When when the when the shit hits the fan, when it's like, hey, you know, there's there's a little bit of friction happening here. And it was interesting because one of the things when I was kind of sitting and, and setting the container for this conversation, I you know, I pray. I'm almost exclusively, my life is a, a walk of faith at this point. And so it's it's not, um, it would be unusual for me not to have the divine involved in some capacity. And what came through was this, this idea of, um and I'll just read this sentence. It says, while transformation sounds pretty and conjures images of butterflies, the reality is it yanks, pulls, and stretches us into new uncomfortableness so we can continue the progressive walk toward a new comfortableness. And on and on it goes, right? And that's kind of the the, the, the cyclical thing and process thing that I was really resistant to um, drawing out initially because what if uh, people don't experience it that way but I find that for the most part that that's a fair kind of construct and it and it seems to help us a little bit relax into it because otherwise it just feels like we're not getting anywhere right we're not really actually doing anything kind of that space that you were talking about what what do you do um, in in addition to you know having a really great lifelines and people to support you. What is your inner dialogue when, um, maybe before you hit that point, how do you keep yourself from going into that space?
0: Well, you know, my, uh, I, I'm a big fan of A Course in Miracles, and it talks about the voice of fear, and they call it the ego. So I've gotten really in touch with what the ego sounds like. I know when my ego is talking, and I know when my higher self is talking. Um, usually the ego voice is very loud. It's very negative. It's very pejorative. It is just a real big, uh, dickhead. I'll tell you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then that higher self voice is, is softer. It's not very woo woo. It's just very like, Hey, calm down kind of thing. It's you know, like a Woodstock person. I was going to say, it's chilling <laughs> at Woodstock. Yes, yeah, we're totally saying, in sync. I love right? it. Right? Kind of like, hey, <laughs> relax, you know? And, you know, so it, I, I, th- that ego voice was basically my best friend for a good chunk of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know the difference between the two. So I literally... Uh, I, I I pretend like, or, or I feel like that's like an, an aspect of myself. It's not me. That's not really me talking. It's just a piece of me talking. So it's like, you know what? Sit down, STFU, I'm going to do this. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I had to do that so many times in writing either one of my books. You know, the voice would be like, you know, no one's going to buy this book. You know, they're yeah. going to criticize you. You know, the psychological community is going to say this. You know, the spiritual community is going to say this. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still writing it
1: yeah i'm so grateful to hear you say that folks really really truly you are not the only one who has doubts in fact i would say and i have said many times because i have a podcast and that's what i do i talk and the you know about this idea of my i would say that my own self-doubt was really my secret weapon through a lot of it of course that that can be evolved and it turns into kind of this motivating like making sure that you're checking in and you're holding yourself accountable and i often you know, we'll, we we'll ask my husband, you know, what, how do I know that I'm not doing X, Y, and Z? He's like, because you're asking the question, you know, it's like a crazy person never asks if they're crazy. Right. And so I remember in college, a friend of mine, you know, I'm like, I don't want to respond to this, like in an egotistical way. And he's like, the very fact that you're asking the
0: question mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> says that, you, you, you know, you're, you're probably pretty safe, you know, kind of diving around in that because you're at least aware of that piece of it. And it's such a great kind of reminder of, well, who are you speaking as, right? And there's a difference about speaking about as the observer of that little part of you that wants to kind of chime in versus speaking as that piece, right? And it sounds crazy, folks, but there is real, real value um, and a wealth of, of, of knowledge about yourself if you do that level of work. And you start going, okay, wait, what is happening inside of me? Like, where where is this coming from? And that's a big part of why superpower experts exist. And, and we're, we really mean superpowers in the sense that a lot of you are awakening to psychic abilities and mind reading and telepathy and empathy and everything. And it's like, what is it? What do you do with it, right? And everybody thinks you're going, you're going crazy. Specifically, if you have a religious background, for a lot of you, that's super challenging. And so we have to start talking about what this stuff is. And what it is not. And that um, I shared with Tony before we came on. I was looking at his book. And in chapter eight, (laughs) the thing that pops out at me the best. And again, I'm just going to read this. Excuse me. I don't know how to do this. Is the mental trap. Okay, I am not going to talk like this one moment. Okay, there we go. Much better. <laughs> I didn't know how to do this is the mental trap we fall into that creates sales for these self-proclaimed gurus and life coaches. You may not know the mechanics of how to do something, but you know what you need to do to acquire that knowledge. And then you go on, of course, that so much information is at our fingertips. Sounds like a conversation I had with Neva recently. We were at the library. We saw encyclopedias and I'm like, you, you you don't even. Yeah. OK, never mind. We'll look at Siri. You know, it's like and so it, it, it's this awareness of that tendency we have to go into that abdication. And it, and it does make us really ripe for um, a, a, an offer because it we broadcast out at a subconscious level. Help me, help me, help me, help me. And nefarious or not, most people who get into the transformational space are very well-meaning. And if you're sending out subconscious vibes and say, help me, help me, help me, they are going to want to help you. And they're going to offer you a service that costs money to help you. But you have no idea that you're sending out signals going, help me, help me, help me, help me. Therefore, you have no idea what you actually want help with. Makes sense. Or, or if, I could, play and so, devil, go if I could
0: play devil's advocate for a second. Though. Also, I totally agree with what you're saying, but also... If we approach this transformational space from that, I can't do it, I don't know how to do it, and take that further along into there's something wrong with me, what we're sending out is these vibes, and we're going to attract these charlatans who are going to take advantage of you and sell you courses and products and seminars um, that you don't necessarily really need. For sure,
1: and I not even devil's advocate. Preach on, brother. Preach on. It's that's <laughs> that's absolutely the you know the next level underneath of that, and, and 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 it's not innocent, right? We have those mechanisms inside of us because they perpetuate our own discontent. And as long as we're discontent, we're we're not going to take action. We're not going to move. We're not going to face it. We're not going to look at it and Go wait a second. Wait, why was I afraid of this? You know, mm-hmm. because because as long as it can keep you in fear, you can't see it clearly yep um and so 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 how do we how do we encourage growth and development um do it in a way that says it's okay to get support it's okay to get get help it's okay to not want to do it alone like not everybody wants to right that's why communities exist and everything else that are in alignment with that what advice do you have for people who you know don't want to fall into that trap like you like you've identified but but yet want to lean into something, how, how can they be discerning in that?
0: You know, one of one of the lessons I always teach my clients and I, and I practice myself is, you know, what are my motives in doing so? So if I'm seeking a transformational path, my motive or our motive needs to be one of, hey, I'm okay. I want to take it next level and let me see who's done it before me and see which one compliments big word compliments my life and will complement this transfer transformational journey and not like complete it you know Mm -hmm. i always tell folks who are dating oh this is my other half i'm like no sister um you are completely all by yourself this is not your other half relationships i'm sorry austin powers and dr evil relationships do not complete you if they do call me we got some sessions planned
1: I, I like it. I like it. That's an offer for
0: sure. Relationships, transformational process, complements your life. Get, get on this path of transformation, knowing, with that knowing, with the capital K-N-O-W, blah, 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 that you have everything it takes, not the information, but the ability to carry through whatever information is given to you. Apply it and make it your own. Listen, we have enough yeah, um, and I adore her. We have enough Marianne Williamson's. Um, we don't need, you know, Marianne Williamson 2.0. Let's, you know, get Tony Ortega out there. Let's get, you know, so and so out there. Be your own vision or version of this transformational path, not a carbon copy.
1: Beautiful. Well, I and mean, you can't do it anyway. Nobody can pull that off. Um, it literally is impossible. So you you can try but you're yep. far better off synthesizing aspects that you admire in other people and kind of crafting your own version of, of what resonates deeply with you. And, and I will say, and, and, and this, it wasn't always this way. In fact, I'm, uh, you know, my 10, ten years old, uh, 10 years ago, old self would have said, you know, thought you were crazy if you suggested I would be speaking this. But uh, what I find is that those individuals are clients who have a really strong foundation in faith, either uh, some spiritual belief or um, perhaps a religious belief, but a religious relief really well infused with the spiritual, I have a far easier time with this because they know what their internal compass is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, I don't know that it's a requirement. I would never dare to say that. I do know that it makes it easier for a lot of people. And so if you're not someone who sits in that space, perhaps it's, it's worth at least pursuing the quandary of like, what is my internal compass? Like kind of a, a, at the highest essence, like who do I believe myself to be? And that and, and gets into the like, and, and why am I here? Because if you don't have a sense of at least some very vague concept of how the world works or what you believe the world to be, and therefore who you are within it, um, it's really challenging when you come up against decisions like, should I do this? And should I do this? And should I do that? It, how do you make a decision if you don't know where to come back to? Right? What is it in alignment with what exactly? And so it's a, it, you may not come up with an answer right away. You may not ever come up with an answer, mm-hmm. but I do think that it's a worthwhile pursuit.
0: Well, I want to add to that, if I may, because one of the things I encounter in my practice, I, you know, in my clients, they walk into my office, they know I have some sort of spiritual beliefs, right? Because there's Mm -hmm. crystals and Ganesh and there's all kinds of things in my office. (laughs) And so, but a lot of clients, uh, you know, uh, I work with the LGBT population mostly, and a lot of gay men just are not with the whole spiritual thing. And so when we have, when the conversation does come up, I'm like, okay, let's take the word spiritual. Let's take the word religious out of it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's call it higher thought. And this Beautiful. higher thought, it can be based on a value system. You know, what is it that you value? You value love, you value, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you value and let that be that internal compass that guides mm-hmm. you in, this deci- in these decisions that you want to make in your transformation. So perfect. I would invite you to say you don't need to be spiritual, but you have to have some sort of internal value system that's a little mm-hmm. bit higher than our day-to-day stuff to do the work of transformation.
1: Perfect reframe. Absolutely perfect. And that's a fantastic place to start. Some of you didn't start there. Some of you started um, in religious households, and that's yep. been your pursuit. Um, some of you, the concept of spirituality is just like, huh? like, what's the big deal? Like, of course I'm that. Right. But, but, but not everybody got that memo, right. Not everybody grew <laughs> up in, in that specific style house. So it's like, it, you know, and, 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 and the diversity is undeniable at this point. And we have to figure out how to make connections for all of that. Right. How to, how to not connections, how to make space. Mm-hmm. For all of it, um, and, and and a lot of it leads you to. You mentioned the Course in Miracles. It leads you to this awareness that, like God is in nothing, <clears throat> excuse me, until God is in everything, right? Right. And it's and, and that's a weird kind of thing because the the stages prior to that are very full of discernment in the in the sense of right or wrong, good or bad. Does this fit? And then when you move into that kind of both and dialogue to eventually move into the non dualistic dialogue. It, it, it's it's a challenging kind of thing because you kind of have to drop that worldview and, and put on this lens. <clears throat> and so, Tony, my, 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 my final question for you on this one is, why are you so passionate about this? And what is it that you hope it, it lends itself to in terms of the work that you do?
0: Wow. So why am I so passionate about it? Because it's been a, a journey for me, you know, pretty much from the word go. I know that... You know, I was raised in the Catholic Church, and they would teach these things and my my internal self, that higher self, was like, "No, Tony, that's not right for you I, I did the Christian church for a while, I was in twelve steps for a while, I was very involved with um you know light worker communities and and with landmark and stuff like that, and there were still pieces of that that was just like, you know this isn't a hundred percent for me, but some of it is." And, you know, it got to a point uh, about a year and a half ago or maybe two years ago when I was working on this book of let this be a, a personal application manual of all the higher thoughts, psychological, spiritual that I've learned, um, you know, over the year and have incorporated into my life to then teach it to other people, to encourage other people who are scared of, you know, like... Um, not to throw shade at anybody, but someone like Tony Robbins scares me, uh, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people spend a ton of money on this guy, you know, and I'm like, but but the thing is that he seems so powerful and he has it all together and whether he does or doesn't, I don't know, I don't even know the man, but, um, you know, you don't have to follow a specific person. What you need to follow is what's right for you. And that's what I'm hoping particularly this chapter that you keep referring to, which is chapter eight of my book. Um, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It's actually, it's actually kind of my favorite too. Uh, that one in the uh, the drama queen chapter, people tend <laughs> to love that one. Um, <laughs> but it's really just, you know, my, my, uh, what I hope my message always is, is here's all this stuff. Make it yours. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful. My favorite quote is, for is Montaigne. I have, gathered a posy of other men, men's flowers and simply the thread that binds them is mine own. Wow. Um, and it, it's such a beautiful depiction of how we can walk this world, but you have to be willing to look at all the flowers, right? Be, because anything that's outside of that that you feel like you have to keep separate from yourself in some capacity it is, is, is outside of what you're able to integrate and the, and the value of being able to look at something and say, okay, like I don't have to follow that. I don't have to consume it. I don't have to adopt it, but I can appreciate the divinity within it. Even, even, even the quote unquote bad stuff, folks, when you start looking from that lens, you're walking a transformational journey and it will change you and your life and the projection around you. So have, but it's an incremental process and it's a true dedication to walking that. Um, and, and it, I can't imagine ever doing anything but that. So, you know, that that's my world. Uh, anyway, so Tony, I, you, you're you delightful. I, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. And we appreciate the work that you're doing in the world and your courage in doing it in your way. Where can people go to find out more about you?
0: Um, so you can find me on social media, usually uh, Dr. Tony Ortega, D-R Tony Ortega. Um, Instagram, you could usually get the real raw <laughs> version of me, like <laughs> some of the other platforms I can't stand, but I, Instagram is definitely my jam. Um, but be prepared. You're going to get, you know, rawness and you're going to get authenticity. If that's not your thing, then Hey, don't come follow me. Um, or my website, uh, d- drtoniortega.com. And if, you know, if anybody, any listeners out there have any questions on how to start this path on how you know, transformation and stuff like that, Um, please uh, hit me up on any of the, you know, my my email is on my website. Um, Please hit me up. I am more than happy to answer questions. The only questions I don't ask answer are the requests for nude pictures on social media. Oh, man, see
1: how (laughs) you are. (laughs) <laughs> All right, folks. Sorry to disappoint maybe, you, but we had to throw that it. one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much. And, and as always, we'll have the link to, to his site on our page. So make sure you go to superpowerexperts.com. Download the app, folks. You can stream your favorite show at any time. And uh, we recommend a podcast a day for attunement. So. Take care, everyone, and again, thank you for your loyalty. We appreciate you. Tony, thank you for joining us. And until next time, folks. Oh, my my absolute, absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much. And go out, folks. Uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.